Hey everybody, it's your old friend John DeLuna with another RFC minicast joining me this week. Matt Melvar, who has a uh, metric uh, boatload of toys, mostly Titan Masters, I'm guessing, because that's what we're here to talk about. Matt, Almost exclusively, yes. Are you um, basically complete now on the first wave or so of Titan Masters? I do not have all the deluxes. Titan's Return is what I should say. Yeah, I guess the deluxes are kind of the last to really populate across the uh, the internet and in stores, right? Yeah. So, um, given that uh, that you're missing those, but you have the, uh, I would say the things that make uh, Titan's Return more unique than other lines, being um, the uh, Titan Masters, and all the way up to uh, Fortress Maximus. Uh, before we get into like specifics, what's your general feel after seeing most of uh, of Wave One? I have pretty positive feelings overall. Um, I'm I'm enjoying this so far. Do you think? Um, do you think so far it has lived up to whatever hype it had? Are you are your expectations met? Are they uh, surpassed? I mean, how do you feel as far as uh, what? what you felt uh, we were going to uh, get this time? Uh, as far as my personal expectations, mm-hmm. uh, they've been surpassed. I mean, uh, we've been... Combiner Wars was a long, long road, and I know a lot of people were, were starting to feel some major fatigue there. I was still thoroughly enjoying it. So I wasn't really craving the next big thing as much as everybody else, but I I got to admit... Uh, I, the the Titans return is winning me over. You know what's funny about that is that since uh since Titans came out, I've seen people come around to your way of thinking with Combiner Wars. For I don't know if it's like you can't if you never go away, how can I miss you? Uh, that kind of uh, syndrome going on. But I do see some people kind of pining all of a sudden for more Combiner Wars, where I didn't see that like a month ago. I think. Um, I think there's still some juice left in that uh, in that squeeze for a Combiner Wars. I think showing us a little bit of variety by getting Titans um, right kind of in between the last gasp of Combiner Wars kind of helped people take a break from Combiner Wars and maybe appreciate it all uh, all over again. Like I definitely think it'll it'll help people appreciate Computron a little bit more. Get getting a little break between Combiners. Yeah, because that one is. Um, Coming out soonish, right? Um, I believe the Takara one is July, maybe, and Hasbro's is September. Well, I mean that's that's basically now. If uh, uh July or August, I, I can't really remember for for Unite Warriors. Yeah, uh, I hear you. I I knew that one was coming out uh, first because apparently it was the one that was planned uh, from the beginning, and so. Um, that's exciting for sure. I've come to I've yeah. come around to really liking the Takara sets. What about you? I love the Takara sets. I have all of them so far. Congratulations, sir! Yes. You're going to be a completist. Uh, it's combiners, of course. I'm going to be a completist. Excellent, <laughs> excellent. Um, well, to the task at hand, Titans return. Let, I mean, let's go from uh, let's go from big to small. You have Fort Max, correct? I do. I got him today in the mail. Nice. Have you had time to kind of really, like, take him in? I have not added batteries yet. I have not even transformed him yet because uh, I started smallest and worked my way up. Uh-huh. But uh, I, I'm impressed. He's 
very similar yet very different to Metroplex. Does he come across as having like more mass or just better proportioned? His head is pretty big, but other than that, all over, he is better proportioned. Nice. That is one thing that's um, like when the dust settled and everybody just kind of like looked at Metroplex without the giddiness of getting a Metroplex and everybody kind of realized that he's he's pretty funky looking if you stop for a second. Yeah, I, I do have to say I do miss, you know, all the uh, over overblown weaponry from the G1 version, though. Mm-hmm. I, I miss the uh, the love handle cannons. <laughs> yeah, so like the two-foot-long massive cannons. Yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. That kind of stuff um, is missed in today's like uh, budget restraints and number of parts restraints and all that stuff. Yeah, that is a bummer. I also feel, I feel like those were like... If not the shin guns, like those were his signature thing in the G1 Yeah, it was pretty definitive. I, I agree. Um, so let's uh, then let's move it on down. Let's talk about uh, Legends and uh, the Masters. Okay, I have seen I have seen some very heated opinions on Wheelie specifically um, that he is. Uh, a bit of a mess in some people's eyes when it comes to engineering and just overall design, but he's also uh, nicely painted and finished out. Um, give me your uh, give me your review of Wheelie. Oh, Wheelie, 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 where to begin? Um, I like I was looking forward to this. I was looking forward to a Wheelie figure. I mean, seriously, that's uh... like a proper Wheelie figure. Yeah, mm-hmm. and in robot mode, I love him. He's great. Uh, the engineering is nice, but where where he falls apart is the inclusion of the headmaster compartment. Hmm. Because basically whenever you transform him, you're snapping together a lot of panels around a fairly vacant space. Uh. So... Getting all the panels to line up without accidentally squeezing too tight and folding everything in half is can be kind of frustrating. So he doesn't. So that like that uh, cavity doesn't ever like collapse or anything like that when you go to robot mode. It does. It folds over on itself, which is you know, if he if he didn't have that hollow compartment, he couldn't transform that way. He wouldn't mm-hmm. have that neat little engineering trick. Okay, but it hurts the car mode because. Uh-huh. His, you know, his arms form the sides of the car, and there's basically nothing in between the sides of the car except for this little thin layer of plastic. Hmm. How big is uh, how big is Wheelie? Can you like compare him to something that most people would already have on their shelves? Maybe he is about Cyberverse Commander size. Okay, that's fair enough. Um, interesting. So, do, I mean, other than. Some of these quirks, I, I, I mean, what do you, are you happy with Wheelie? Are you disappointed? I, I mean, he is one of those guys, he's one of those characters and one of those kind of signature pieces that they kind of paraded around. I mean, how do you think he ended up being? I mean, I love the robot mode. He's going to look great standing next to the rest of the uh, season three guys on my shelf. Mm-hmm. I even took the uh, slingshot from the GDO Wheelie from a couple of years back. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so he's packing now. Nice. And, uh. Like, the car mode looks great whenever you get it all put together, but if you 
put a little too much pressure on it when you pick it up, it will fold in into a mess. Interesting. Um, do you have the rest of Wave 1? Do you have Stripes and Rewind? I have Stripes and Rewind, yes. Okay. Re- Rewind is my favorite. Okay. Let's start with um, the good news. Let's start with Rewind. I mean, he looks like Rewind. He's great. <laughs> he, he does have great big chunky uh, forearms, though. That's mm-hmm. from the from the iPad sides folding over. And the right arm on mine has a little bit of play in it, so it doesn't really stay folded. The two pieces don't stay folded up against each other. The one part wants to sag a little bit. Mm-hmm. The left arm's fine, though. Is he uh, about the same size as Wheelie, or is he bigger, smaller? Uh, are they pretty consistent? It, they're pretty consistent so far. So um, I know I know that Wheelie was the one everybody was anticipating because he was Wheelie, and I think just based on the pictures and just the source design, uh, Rewind had a high chance of like success now stripes something different uh you know he's he's basically a beast uh transformer um and you have indicated that you don't exactly love stripes so tell us about stripes well in every line sadly there must be a worst figure and that is stripes i mean he's like he, d- I can't really think of anything that jumps out at me that goes, "Wow, that's a redeeming quality." Really? So he turns into—I uh, mean, I know he turns into a jet. He turns into a um, a winged uh, griffin creature. What is that second mode? I don't know. And then uh, uh, some kind of cat. Yes, with uh, with wings, and um, and then his. Uh, his uh, his rectangle mode, his uh, his literal brick mode, I suppose. Um, yes, his iPad mode. Well, let's face it, his cat mode is fairly rectangular itself. That's fair. So, I mean, he doesn't. Uh, so, where is, specifically, where are some of the things that are like wrong with stripes? I mean, where does he go wrong? the The worst offense for me is the hind legs and everything hanging off of them. Hmm. the The hind legs attach. At at the hips, yeah. Th- that that's the only place they attach. But they've oh. got these, yeah. They've got these uh, great big flat pieces that run from the hips forward all the way up to the front shoulders, that are attached to nothing. And quite frankly, they want to, they kind of want to face in a little bit. I can't get them to stay straight, hmm. and that's just frustrating. Does it make it? I, I mean, is it going to make it better or worse? that he incorporates with Blaster. I mean, does that does that mean anything to you or is he still just kind of a, a cruddy little toy? Uh, that gives him purpose for me. Okay, well, I mean, that's something, right? Yeah. Uh does it make you sad that he will probably be like the um the source material for Ravage? That makes me very very sad. Yeah. Cuz I got to tell you, um the fall of Cybertron data disks, I was not a fan of. With the little automorph gimmicks. Oh, yeah, for sure. And and I thought to myself, and I said to other people, especially Ravage, because Ravage was the worst, I was like, why why did they do discs? If they had done a rectangular you know, data stick, they could have gotten such a better toy out of it. And mm. Stripes is not necessarily a better toy. <laughs> it's interesting that, like, the... So the gimmick... 
of like a uh, of a cassette player and cassettes that that has just not held up well conceptually over the years because physical media like that just flat out at this point doesn't exist and even when you were going to like disc format uh, how do you engineer a toy to turn into a disc like we just now yeah. saw it a few years ago and it was terrible and yes but uh i mean these basically turning into ipads it totally works for rewind yeah. i mean he's he's a great little toy best one of the wave but it's just i i think what hurt stripes is the fact that they had to they decided they had to get a third mode out of everything and they went with this with the jet that is really weird i feel yeah. like i feel like that is um I don't, well, I, I mean, like you said, it like they clearly felt like everybody had to have a third mode, or as many people as possible. I don't, I don't understand that. I get that with, um, I get that with something like Rewind, or, or even just a, a design they have where it works kind of organically, where they kind of look at it and say, "Oh, we've almost got a third mode. Let's just work a little harder and make a third mode." I, I don't get like forcing a third mode into something because the toy right next to it has a third mode. I don't think anybody's going to complain if Stripes was a better toy and a simpler toy. Yeah, the the forcing a third mode onto him for the Titan Master definitely hurt Stripes. I think he could have been a way better toy if he was just an iPad that turned into a cat. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, at least I I mean, a hope. Titan Master could ride a cat. Um, it yeah. I I mean, this is like a space robot opera, right? Yeah. So, Absolutely. Yeah. What are we doing here? Uh, nitpicking. Uh, actually, I'll, I'll go back up to sizes. Do you have the Voyagers? I do have the Voyagers. I do have the Voyagers. Okay. So uh, Galvatron and Sentinel Prime. Let's talk. Let's talk a minute about Sentinel Prime. I, I'm going to be really proud of him when he grows up to become Astro Chain. Astro Train. I think. Me uh, too. I think. I think he's. Um, I think he is a proof of concept for Astro Train and uh, frankly kind of bizarre at Sentinel Prime. Uh, I mean, I don't know what to say. I, I really, I like, I like the design. I like the mold. I like what it's going to be. Uh, the train mode is um, hilarious. And, yeah. uh, but the robot mode is quite nice, actually. Um, I think overall, I, I'm, I like him only because of what he's telling me I'm going to get in like six to nine months. What's your take on Sentinel Prime? Um, pretty pretty much I'm with you. I love the robot mode. Uh, the space shuttle-ish mode is definitely passable and will make a great Astro Train. The, the train is a little weird. <laughs> Talk about scale so, issues on that one. Yeah, but you know... It's going to be Astro Train. Like, we've never faced scale issues there before. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, um, at least on mine, getting him into the space shuttle mode was kind of a chore because his legs did not want to stay tabbed together. Mm. I mean, I fought with that thing for a good five minutes to get all the panels and everything lined up. And finally, like, I even heard them click together a couple of times, and I would move a panel into place and they'd just pop right back out. So I finally got it all together. And it looks really nice, but I, I fought with it for a little bit. Yeah, mine had uh, a bit of a tolerance issue, too. I don't think it was that bad, but it definitely wasn't um, just falling into place. And I think um, I think one of the last thoughts I have on uh, Sentinel Prime is uh, he does have a pet peeve of mine. 
he's kind of guilty of it. And it's not, not having very clearly visible faction symbols. He does have a tiny Autobot symbol, like dead center on his chest. But it's like a sixteenth of an inch. Oh wow! I, I didn't even notice it until you just mentioned that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. So that I don't know. That that kind of bugs me. I, I I feel like I feel like he's such an odd choice for like wave one, and clearly intended to be something else. He's basically um, he's combiner wars Optimus Prime. You know, it's he's, it's he's, Sentinel uh, Prime. I think it's a fairly odd choice. Period. Yes, for sure. I think the I'm, least they could have done was like just cover him in Autobot symbols or something. Like, yeah, don't get me wrong. I'm glad. I love it when they break out obscure characters. Mm-hmm. But uh, my Sentinel Prime will always be an egomaniac that turns into a plow truck. I'm sorry. So. Yes, indeed. I, and you know, the other thing, too, is like, like I, I, if he's going to be like Sentinel Prime with kind of shades of Sentinel, Sentinel Prime from the movies, as much as I love Orange, he should have just been like straight up Sentinel Prime from uh, Dark of the Moon. You know what I mean? He should have been just. I know that's like getting close to Optimus Prime, but I don't see an Optimus Prime on the shelves now. So I would so much rather have animated Sentinel Prime. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I hear you. I hear you. Well, let's move to the. Uh, I, I think the preferred option, if you're only going to pick up one of the Voyagers, Galvatron. Um, I was planning on saving my Galvatron money for the uh, Takara version, but it was uh, impossible to pass up Galvatron when he's sitting on a shelf uh, giving you puppy dog eyes. I really like him. Um, Matt, give me your thoughts. I'll give you mine on Galvatron. He's certainly one of the ones that everybody was anticipating. Oh, this this was what was going to make the line or break it for me. I mean, G1 Galvatron that turns into a big space cannon. Hell yes. I mean, and I love the space cannon mode. I think they they nailed it as best as they possibly could. Robot mode, great. The uh, The mask around the Headmaster is not my favorite thing. I <laughs> wish it would have been more like the leader class with blaster where it's a whole helmet that goes over. Yes. I think that would have been way better. The mask just looks a little weird. Yeah. And the, um, the thing is it's not like snug against his face. Like that's, that's a huge thing for me. It's not quite, I mean, it, it, it is, but it, you know, I mean, it's just, it, it's clearly, sitting in front of his face and that's that's a killer for me yeah and i don't know if it's just mine and it has to loosen up yet or not but the head barely turns on mine uh same here uh yeah in fact i for a for a while i didn't think it was articulated at all until i saw pictures and saw it oh yeah i guess it does turn uh interesting um choice like right out of the gate to do galvatron and sentinel prime instead of uh Instead of Optimus and Megatron, I think um, I think in this case it works. I, I really think Galvatron is pretty pretty awesome. With Galvatron looking at him close, though, the uh, color matching on the on the purple plastics did not go all that well in some places. Oh really? Oh yeah, on the uh, his his cannon treads are two distinctly different shades of purple. Oh yeah, I see. I just know. Yeah. No, I'm looking at it. You are right. You are correct, sir. Um, still, you know what? I, I like him. I like him a lot. I think uh, I might still pick up the Takara one just to... Oh, I'm definitely still picking up the Takara one. See which one I prefer, but that one does look good, and I appreciate that they're they're completely different, effectively. Um, mm-hmm. You mentioned Blaster and Power Master Optimus Prime. Did you pick up those yet or not? 
I do have Blaster. Uh-huh. I am not getting Power Master Prime. I'm waiting on Jinrai. Yes, I hear you. It's hard to pass up um, significant new mold uh, upgrades, if you will, on the Takara one. Yeah. And uh, it really makes you like look at uh, Power Master Prime's feet and see Ultra Magnus's feet. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm with you all the way. Now, how about Blaster? What do you think about Blaster? Oh, I love Blaster. Uh, we actually talked about it because uh, I had it for the show last week. I had it for RFC proper last week, and mm-hmm. I, I went into a little bit of detail about it then. It's basically like it, it's Blaster. It's like the G1 toy with some joints and a headmaster. I, lo- I love it. He's also quite large, right? He is huge. <laughs> is he too big or is he just big? I have him standing next to my Ultra Magnus, mm-hmm. and yeah, he. I think he's a little too big. Yeah, he's kind but, of a scale buster, so to speak. Yeah, but again, the interaction with the uh, with the Legends, what with the Legends class, kind of necessitates him being a little bit oversized. Right. I get it. I get it. I don't. I don't have to love it, but I, I definitely get it. I, I would say. So that was one of my pet peeves with Metroplex a few years ago is that he was a quote-unquote scale buster. He was so big that um, he made certain things in your display disappear, like just shrink. But I have less of a problem with Fort Max doing that. So let's go to the the smallest of the uh, assortment, the Titan Masters. This is like the core gimmick. This is it. Uh, A bunch of heads running around. Uh, like it's 1989. So, Wave 1 uh, consisted of some familiar faces, and uh, even though their names have changed in some places, I think we all could identify who they are. They'll see Nightbeat, Terrible, Crash Bash, Loudmouth. Uh, Matt, do you have Wave 1? I assume you do. I have Waves 1 and 2. Ooh, fancy. So fancy. So, so that's 8 of them. That is 8, yes. That should give you plenty of uh, material to kind of judge this uh, price point. So overall, Titan Masters, they're about, what, like five bucks a pop, I would say? Five or six, yeah. Um, Well, tell me overall, is it a good value? Does it it work? Do you see this as like a a good bang for your buck or even like something that a kid would actually – enjoy once they throw down six bucks i mean what do you think overall of of the titan masters price point um i like it and you know by itself i don't think it's something that you know a kid would go crazy for but when you when you buy one for the kid and take him home and he can play with it with his deluxe or his uh voyager or whatever he has you get enough of these guys and you can have one hell of a, a a play pattern going on, just little guys everywhere, and I think that'll be a great selling point for this. So it's really it, you feel like it really is dependent on having some of the larger toys. Yes. Um, now, with the exception of uh, Crash Bash and Clobber, uh-huh. which uh, the head actually combines with his uh, vehicle to form a little T Rex, that's pretty awesome. That is not. That is nice. Very nice, for sure. Um, is uh, is there a standout here among the eight? Are there some that are clearly like uh, on another level? Well, I, I mentioned Crash Bash from from Wave One. You know, definitely took the win there. Mm-hmm. Um, Clobber is the same little vehicle, so 
even though I love it, I think it's great, and it definitely went out wave one. I'm going to give wave two to Ape Face. Nice. Because he is just so much more awesome than I thought. I mean, simple, simple little toy, but he nails. He nails the ape mode and the uh, jet mode. And, I mean, it's a simple transformation. Mm-hmm. All, you, all you do is put his arms straight down at his sides, lay him on his mouth, and flip out the, flip out the jet nose. And it it works, and his headmaster basically gives the monkey a piggyback ride. So <laughs> yes, I do enjoy that for sure. Um, it's interesting that it's interesting that th- they've decided to make this kind of a collection building, troop building, entry price point kind of thing, where they're just a bunch of uh, heads with vehicles, and, and you know, I mean that you, you get uh, one pair for six bucks. I think. One thing that I was curious about too is um, kind of as you said, like they're dependent on having larger toys, or at least the deluxes. So you have like mm-hmm. a body, effectively, if you want to put it on. One of the things that I'm surprised that they haven't done yet is offer kind of like a generic, kind of a, like a like a pseudo generic body or character that's kind of intended to complement any Autobot or any Decepticon Titan Master, like. Um, like like a character that's clearly just uh, a Viacon from Prime or some kind of uh, generic um, uh, clone or something like that from the Autobots. Uh, even like a, a reference, an homage to the Autobot clones or the Decepticon clones. Um, do you think that something like that would help uh, encourage people to buy these or do you think it's okay as is? Do you think kids are going to get it? Like just, that's just like I. I think collectors would go nuts for that. I think kids wouldn't get it, mm-hmm. uh, like buying a body without the head and having to buy the head separately. Yeah. I, I think, I yeah, I think that would just not quite fly with the kids. It would probably not go over real well with parents either. <laughs> I guess you could include a head, but uh, it's kind of like wink, wink, nudge, nudge. That, uh, or maybe even like fictionally, it's not. Uh, it, it's not quite alive. It's not yeah. uh, sentient. So. Yeah, collect, collectors would love it because let's face it, we all want a night beat body. We all want a horrible body. We all want an, an actual triple changer ape face body. Collectors would go crazy for it, but I think it would be a really hard sell for everybody else. Yeah, they, I mean, you're going to run into certain things like this, like they did, uh, geez, almost thirty years ago with uh, with headmasters and power masters and target masters. It's kind of the same thing, uh, especially if. Uh, if you're just selling the heads more or less without bodies like they are doing right now. Um, so, Matt, I, I think you you and me, uh, I'm waiting for a, a lot of this stuff because I'm holding out for the Takar version. You haven't mm-hmm. gotten your hands on the uh, on the deluxes. What are you planning to get from the Hasbro side for the deluxes? Are you going to get all of those or are you um, picking I'm, your shots? I'm picking my shots. Uh, with the traditional Headmaster characters, uh, Highbrow, Brainstorm, Hardhead, and... Highbrow. Uh, I'll get the Hasbro versions there. I like the uh, the rebirth heads, the face plates. Mm-hmm. So I'll I'll go there. And the the Hasbro the, uh, decos are fine for me on those. Uh, Hardhead actually looks really nice. Uh, the the Takara one, the little extra deco on that doesn't do that much for me. Um, that being said, I did see a blur today from Hasbro, and I did leave that one on the shelf because I'm going to car there. Yeah, and pretty much. Uh, so the original Headmaster characters, I'll go Hasbro. But for the classic characters, um, mm-hmm. 
uh, Scourge and whatnot, I'm going to wait for Takara. I did, however, pick up a Hasbro Scourge to be a sweep. Yeah, that's my plan, too. I think um, I think that works, getting one or two Hasbro uh, sweeps, and then uh, the uh, Takara one, clearly Scourge. I would say... I would say Scourge and definitely Blur are examples of what a a proper paint job does for a toy. Blur looks effectively like a completely different toy comparing Takara to Hasbro. Absolutely he does. And I understand where Hasbro went with this, where they were going for like a G1 toy mm-hmm. appearance, where Takara went for G1 animation. But even on the Blur, I don't think Hasbro got that shade of blue right. It is just, it is a strange, strange shade of blue, and there's a lot of it. I was going to say, he's I, like all that shade. Yeah, the the toy looks fantastic. It's just, the the color doesn't quite do it for me. That's a shame. Mm. I, would, uh, I would expect down the road we'll see a platinum set with the Takara Blur effectively in it. I don't think they're going to... I don't think they're going to pass up the opportunity to roll out some of those in a platinum set at some point, provided we still get platinum sets in the future. I have no idea how those sell. Uh, I have yet to even buy a platinum set. Have you ever bought a platinum set, Melvar? Oh, platinum. I, I'm I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, the price is just so hard to uh, take. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, a lot of them are things I already have anyway. Yes, indeed. No, I, I mean, I, I totally get it. Well, I mean, there's even things like, so like that Junkion set that came out. Uh, I did buy a Platinum Trypticon. Uh, well, there you go. I'm not going to fault you for that. Um, I, you know, I, I, would, I would totally go for being kind of a completist with classics Junkions. So there is one or two things in the Platinum Junkion set that would wet my whistle, but the price, I just, I just can't do it. I, I um, can't bring myself to it. I have a very large number of those uh, generations, Junkions and Retgars anyway. So you don't um, want to pay 100 bucks for like one that you want? No. Um, if it was significantly cheaper, I would think it, but I, I am so sick of that hot rod mold too. Oh God, yes. So it it's time is long past. Uh, I th- we don't need to see that anymore. Well, at this point, it's almost been ten years, and we're due next year for a Titans hot rod. So uh, you know, I, I mean, it is the end of the line for that for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, it, go ahead, Matt. I was going to say, don't get me wrong. I love the the platinum the the choices of the platinum sets where mm-hmm. it's all homaging the, the 86 movie. Mm-hmm. I love that idea, but the prices are just insane. Yeah. Crazy. No, and no coincidence that it's basically Toys R Us driving that bus at this point. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so Matt, any, uh, closing thoughts for like the first wave and in your case, a little bit, tiny bit of wave two for, uh, for Titans returns. Would you so far recommend, if people haven't already, should they dive in? Should uh, should they have high hopes for waves three, four, five, six? I mean, where are you at? Would you recommend it? And are you hopeful for the future? I would recommend it definitely right now, especially the deluxes. I think they're really strong. Um, I've heard uh, some complaints about the Skull Cruncher, which I've not yet been able to find. But there are ways. It, it's all basically uh, loose ball joints, but there are ways that you can fix that fairly easily. Um, I've heard once once you do a little job to tighten that, it's actually a great little figure. Hmm. So, I mean, the deluxes for me are a win so far. The the Voyagers, um, 
very very promising. I want to see what else they come out with next. I love Galvatron. It's just the 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 face mask is a little off. Uh, the Titan Masters themselves are a lot more fun than I was expecting them to be. So yeah, uh, if you have five or six bucks, you know, pick one up. And I like that we we're back to being able to say that if you have five or six bucks, you can buy a Transformer. That's pretty cool. I think, yeah, I think that's the way. I think that's the way it should be. So uh, before we go, guys, let me remind you that you can support us and every podcast at tfradio.net simply by going to tfradio.net slash Amazon clicking the uh, – actually, if you go to tfradio.net slash Amazon, you're on Amazon. And all you got to do is do your shopping, check out, and Brian Kilby gets some nickels and dimes to keep the lights on. And if you don't want to go to tfradio.net slash Amazon for some reason and you find yourself on the regular old tfradio.net, just click the Amazon link on the right side of the page. You'll find yourself on Amazon again. And the same thing happens. You check out. You get some of your money, your hard-earned money, going into Brian Kilby's pocket without you even having to do any extra work. And it's not like it's added to your uh, Amazon bill. They just give a little bit of that money that they were going to make to Brian Kilby to make sure all these awesome Transformers podcasts keep on trucking. So support us by shopping on Amazon through our links, and uh, we would appreciate it. So for Melvar, this is John Luna. We will see you on the next RFC minicast. Music provided by bensound.com.